This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So we're still in the second hour of uh, the Power Zone right here on Power 98.7. It's a Monday morning and we're going to be going into uh, politics uh, this morning, uh, just looking into developments around uh, this story of uh, the RAND manipulation. Uh, so this is one story that we saw uh, grab headlines uh, last week. Uh, we even uh, brought in a senior uh, financial advisor from Sunlam uh, to kind of try and help us understand what this means for me and you. Uh, so this morning, uh, we are continuing with the conversation but looking at the politics of it all and how then we're seeing politics just shaping the discourse in terms of what is playing out in this space. So this morning we bring in a political party the Forum for Service Delivery Mika Muyeti is the F4SD chairperson and he comes through this morning to help us look at this raging political debate and the stances and the pressures also around the RAND manipulation debacle. So we also saw uh, the ANC Secretary General Fikile Mbalula also launching a scathing attack on the weekend. Uh, this on government's mishandling of uh, the RAND manipulation. That's what he calls it a scandal. Uh, he's saying that the finance minister is also silenced uh, where this matter is concerned uh, saying that the silence of the finance minister is a cause for concern uh, saying that Minister Ino Godongwana in particular uh, was supposed to have been the chief spokesperson on uh, the matter as a voice of authority, but that he too was missing in action. So this morning, uh, we'll bring in a forum for service delivery and look at then how then we can see uh, this particular discourse uh, playing out and how then uh, we see pressure applied also by politicians for accountability uh, where this uh, debacle or cartel is concerned. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. How are you? How are you? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. Are you still as shocked as most of us are around this story of the RAND uh, manipulation? It it looks like it, it also doesn't want to go away uh, because a lot of people are intentional in making sure that it's not one of those stories uh, that is swept under the carpet here. You see, not just that uh, as Forum for Service Delivery, not just that we are shocked. You mm. understand that uh, the, the, the finance department ministry in our country is actually playing a very critical role in making sure that uh, our country becomes stable. Once you, you have a situation where the government spokesperson, Dr. Chaveni, cannot provide clarity and the Minister of Finance is not actually available, for me and for Forum for Service Delivery, it's actually a very serious, serious crisis in the country because you have a situation where government spokesperson is unable actually to provide a clarity on the matter. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Minister of Finance, Ndati Godongwan, actually, is not even available. Mm-hmm. You have a situation where you, you find that the Standard Bank uh, also says, um, yes, we, we, are, we are agreeing that there's a, there's a manipulation of, of actually the rent and devaluation of the local currency. Other banks say, no, no, we'll have to take the Competition Tribunal Commission to court on the matter. Now, you have you have a government spokesperson, you have the Minister of Finance, you have actually different banks who are taking a different posture. Mm-hmm. Now, you ask yourself, where is the country? What are we going to say? Because it means, 
Now you have the Secretary General, who's also actually attacking government. He's yeah. attacking the people that he has actually deployed in government, who are supposed to be accountable to the African National Congress and the Libyan Party. Now, it tells you that the centre is not holding. Mm. It says a lot also about where then we find ourselves in terms of how this uh, we hearing is not the first time. I think it was around 2001 uh, when uh, there was uh, just an issue around the rent manipulation. There was even an inquiry that was commissioned here uh, to look into this matter. But we seem also at the Competition Commission saying that this is a particular matter that doesn't go away. Hence, we're seeing some of these uh, banks coming forward to say that uh, we are really uh, ready to pay a penalty here. Yeah, yeah, obviously that's where that's where we are now. That's where we are now, Katleva, because you know, like like I'm, I'm saying, you can't have a situation where the minister of finance disappears and he can't provide clarity, and you have the government spokesperson also who can't actually provide clarity. On what, the what, what would be the role then of the Reserve Bank in in all of this? Because if one would say that you need to look at uh, the protection of the rand and the currency, it comes from the Reserve Bank. When we're hearing of the manipulation as well and something that has been happening over time, uh, somewhat of a cartel, uh, then one would say that the Reserve Bank should have had controls uh, to pick up on some of these things uh, through their own intelligence before it even moves into the whole space of the Competition Commission. Yeah, you see, you're, you're correct. The Reserve Banks also plays a very critical role on the matter. But at the same time, when you look at the regulation, mm. the, the law is not actually biting on the matter. Because in a situation where the government is unable to provide clarity and the banks like Reserve Bank also cannot come to the party, and you have the law that actually provides the banks to actually dominate the role in terms of the financial sector. But again, you have a situation where the, 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 actually the financial activism is not there. You see, because we, we'll be in a crisis now. In a situation where government cannot play a role, banks can't play the role, or banks are providing a different posture on the matter. And you have a problem of financial activism in the country. You are then, you are then, you are then left with a problem. Because it then says to you, the banks are, are actually providing a different posture on the matter. Some of the banks say yes, there is actually a problem as far as actually devaluation of the of the local currency. Other things will take the competition commission to court, and other other banks are taking co- different posture. Now, where is the country? Where is the citizenry of our country? At the same time, you have the law that actually only empowers only empowers the banks to make a comment on the matter, but at the same time, you have a problem with the financial activism in the country. It then says to all of us in the country, it's about time that we must see the financial activism rising in terms of playing a role in the country. So we have a problem. So, but but, I'm, but I'm, we can't say that we can't say that they are quiet altogether, uh, because uh, we saw uh, the minister in the presidency here, Kumbuzo and Chaveni, uh, even going to a point of saying that it, it seems like they are, or they have been coordinated efforts over time, uh, just engineered to collapse uh, the government and the country's economy. And she was laying this blame squarely at the feet of the private sector, saying that the private sector over time has been working to undermine the work of government and. This 
this is a, a one typical example of what has been happening uh, over time. As someone that is in uh, the political space uh, in South Africa as you speak right now, what is your understanding of the role of the private sector and how they've really managed to navigate uh, this particular economy in the space over time? Now, obviously, the private sector plays a role. Mm. But the point I'm trying to make is that you have a situation where the Minister of Finance is nowhere to be seen to provide clarity. Now, it, it tells you, Katrin, that once you've got But, the but could we say finance, that there, there's any legitimacy to what she's saying here, according to your understanding? If we're saying that the private sector is there, it is there. But what, what is it there for? Is it there to work to build the country and the economy or to paralyze government and the state, which is what the minister and the presidency is alluding to here? Yeah, but the point is, at the time, at the time when the financial sector is actually conspiring, actually, mm. to devaluate the local currency, where is the state? The state has got a role to play. Mm. For me, I'm saying, you can't have a situation. I understand what, what actually the spokesperson is saying, mm. but at the same time, I'm saying to you that uh, you have the finance minister who has been given powers, who has been regulated to look into some of these matters and provide clarity. So I'm saying... If government sponsor comes and say we are actually blaming the private sector because they are actually colluding with international banks and other partners actually to devaluate the local currency, but at the same time you don't have the minister coming to the party and providing clarity. I still believe that the private sector, that the banks, have got the role to play in terms of actually making sure in terms of that actually we have a, there's no there's no actual problem in terms of our 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 local currency. Mm. But in a situation where government cannot even, you can't have a state which keeps on blaming other people mm. without actually being proactive to say. Uh, but but as, as, as this continues, and then we are seeing and missing the voice of government here and the finance minister, what, what damage is, is being done as we speak right now? If we see him uh, continue, because the last time we checked, uh, the finance minister was on sick leave. So if he continues then in this particular space and we don't see him coming out uh, authoritatively uh, to say that this is our stance and this is what uh, we understand uh, to be happening here, uh, what what could be the damage uh, to the, the country as we speak uh, right now? Would this maybe scare off investors? Uh, what does this mean? And, and, and does this then still give the uh, those banks the, the, the leeway to continue navigating uh, through the rand and, and trying to find a loophole or way out of uh, what has been uncovered here? Look, we must, we must accept that as a South Africa, we are a part of the global village in terms of the international balance of forces mm. in the economy. We, have, um, we are actually partners. In a situation where the minister cannot come forward and provide clarity, obviously you are scaring away the investors. Who would want to come to invest in a country where the minister of finance is unable to provide clarity? Who do that? And once we have got a problem of, of such an attitude of a minister of finance who is unable to actually provide clarity to the country. Obviously, you are, you are going to scare away the investors to come to the country. Once investors don't come to the country, it means our economy will not grow. It's going to affect, actually, the, the building of our, 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 our infrastructural development, the building of the economy, and obviously, poor people will be affected with that. Because, as South Africa, we are part of the international global village. And at the same time, we are trading with international um, countries, 
We're trading with other international partners. But once we've got this kind of situation, actually, the country is in a very, very, very serious crisis that we see a minister disappearing uh, in terms of actually providing clarity. It's actually a crisis for us. It is a crisis for our country because it is only a crisis for the essential development of the economy in our country. Because the minister is not there. The, the spokesperson is blaming private sectors. The Secretary General of the African National Congress is actually blaming the minister, who's supposed to be accountable, actually, to the ruling party as a secretary. You don't expect the Secretary General. And he, he went further to say, we'll deal with them in December when we're meeting. We can't wait for December. We're in a crisis now. Mm. Even, even the Secretary General can't be talking about... Uh, the NEC coming together in December. Mm. You must attend to the to the crisis now. So, so what, what do you make then of of where we find ourselves with uh, just all of these various noises? Uh, and even we had uh, the SG of the political party of the ANC saying that uh, this is a matter that should get attention. I was mentioning uh, the former president Tabumbeki here, uh, who's called on the competition tribunal and the uh, commission to really push uh, to get to the bottom of uh, this rent manipulation saga, uh, saying that uh, really when you look at it, we have almost 30 commercial banks uh, that are under fire for a uh, price fixing involving uh, the local currency being the rent here as much as that we see that uh, still developing and and taking place we're hearing uh, the atm here uh, even pushing to call for a debate in parliament a commission of inquiry into the manipulation of the rent all of these efforts do, do, do you see them really helping us to get to the bottom of of what is happening here and according to you uh, w- what would be the the, the the right penalty uh, because a lot of people seem to really be against uh, these penalties of uh, these banks paying millions uh, when we're hearing that the monies here and the damage to the economy go into trillions so all of these pressures all of these developments and uh, the uh, the penalties uh, let's talk about that yeah look I, I, in our view as for Pacific delivery our view is that you, you can't even wait for an NEC meeting in December because it's already a crisis for the country. You need this matter to be debated urgently by Parliament. I'm worried that actually even the Constitutional Court is very quiet on the matter. Remember, our, our democracy is a constitutional democracy. Mm-hmm. Once we face this kind of a crisis, you would ex- expect Constitutional Court to come to the fore. You expect Parliament to debate the matter as a matter of agency, because it affects the country, it affects the state, it affects our lives. It actually affects the investors are supposed to be investing in our country. Once we are facing this kind of situation, for 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 service delivery, our view is that it's a matter that needs actually we are late. The matter should have been actually engaged and discussed yesterday. You can't even wait for. I mean, the SG can't be talking about you know making the, the these ministers to account in December. Already we are in a crisis. No no clarity is coming on the issue of the local currency in our country, which affects our economy which affects our actual inter- international um, investment we're supposed to be getting, obviously it's going to affect them. So for me, it's actually a matter for Parliament to debate it as a matter of agency. We yeah. can't even be waiting for December. December is actually too far. We must engage on this matter. This matter would actually affect the, 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 the poor people in the country. Yeah. Because once there's no, the economy is not growing, once it's not, there's no clarity on the problem of devaluation, of the local currency and the issue of some of the financial sector being accused of actually making sure that 
we are devaluating actually our local currency. It becomes a very, very serious crisis. You can imagine, I, I'm an MMC for finance. Mm-hmm. If I cannot come forward in a municipality and say, uh, what are the issues as far as finance are concerned, then it means we are facing a paralysis as a state. It becomes worse when the Minister of Finance is not actually available to actually provide clarity on such a matter, on such an allegation of actually devaluating the local currency and actually blaming the private sector on this matter. Yeah, but but also when you look at it, I think at this point in time, uh, one should really be prudent in pushing for uh, just safeguarding the ordinary South African uh, that uh, would really find themselves confused about uh, what is happening here. Politics aside, uh, because we can tend to also go political about uh, what is happening, but also just looking at the country's sovereignty uh, where this particular matter is concerned, uh, the country's future where investments are concerned and how uh, we find our controls and the likes uh, and, and how then we ensure uh, that uh, the ordinary person is protected here uh, against uh, you know a double blow uh, looking at the fact that the economy has not been moving uh, over time uh, people are pinched uh, to the core and, and, and at this point in time what, what do we say to South Africans that are really confused about uh, where we find ourselves here as all of these processes are taking are taking shape uh, what, what would be your your messages forum for service delivery uh, to them uh, those that are listening right now and they are also just as confused around this issue of the rent manipulation uh, some of them don't understand how it affects them and others are worried about uh, really how this is then going to even then mess up their finances and their future prospects uh, going forward uh, the platform is now please speak to them yeah look i, I we, we we must actually be able to say as forum for service delivery what is it such a very serious um, allegations of actually the local currency be devaluated, and that uh, there's an allegations about the financial sectors. It becomes actually a serious matter because it obviously it affects the economy of the country, and and most of that actually our economy has not been going over time. Now now that actually we have such kinds of uh, problems, it then means that remember Parliament must hold the executive accountable. The executive is accountable to Parliament. Now, once the Minister of Finance cannot provide clarity, once there's allegations that affect the private sector, it then means Parliament must, as a matter of agency, actually meet and debate on the matter and hold the executive accountable. Because the same minister is actually part. He's actually part of the executive, which must be held accountable by Parliament. So it's important that we must say, as for our service delivery, to our people to say, yes, this is a critical matter that affects our people. But as a matter of agency, Parliament must sit, debate this matter, hold the executive accountable, and be able to bring forward the private sectors so who are also involved to say actually they must actually clear this allegation that we have because it's a very serious allegation that we have private sectors who are actually accused of devaluating the local currency and with all these revelations and all these allegations that we are finding ourselves in. It's a matter that must be debated as a matter of agency because it affects our people. It affects the poor of the poorest in terms of this matter. So for 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 service delivery, it's not a matter that can be shifted for another time. It's a matter that must be debated now because it affects the, the stability of our country, the economic stability of our country. Like I'm saying, as we are engaged on this matter, people that are supposed to be investing in the country, do you think they will invest? No. 
They would not actually, they will begin to look at their situation and say, how do we invest in a country where the minister is nowhere to be seen to clarify such a very serious allegation of devaluation of the local currency? Yes, really, really uh, spoken loud and clear. And we're hoping really that we get the best out of what is happening and we get clarity as uh, time goes by, especially when we're seeing all of these pressures and people saying that uh, there's a need to uh, shine the spotlight on the rand, not lose focus where this cartel uh, is concerned and uh, see accountability that fits the purpose. Uh, Maybe in the coming days ahead of that NEC, uh, we'll see the finance minister come out uh, to shed some light and give us clarity around how the National Treasury is receiving uh, this particular matter uh, because we see the Reserve Bank Governor uh, just saying that this is a matter that should be you know, left to Treasury and also saying that we should give the Competition uh, Commission some space here uh, to do their work. But really appreciate you uh, coming on this morning. Thank you very much for your time, sir. No, thanks very much. We hope that uh, as we have expressed our views, we hope that actually it's about time that uh, those who are responsible to attend to this matter, it must be attended to because it would affect the poor of the poorest. But Katleho, uh, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Ntate Mika Mweti is the chairperson of the organization Political Party Forum for Service Delivery. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.